Hey, Megan. Hey, Nicholas. What did we talk about today? Today, we talked about public speaking. We talked about changing your mindset to embrace the challenge. And what tips and tricks we use when we give our talks. All that and more on today's episode of Refreshing Edge. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome to the Refreshing Edge podcast, hosted by Megan and Nicholas DeSalvo, about what businesses go through when branding, developing creative, and marketing their business in an ever-changing digital climate. It's also about leadership, company culture, building community, working with your spouse, and whatever we feel is important to share with you today. You might know Megan as an amazing wife, incredible mother, thespian, entrepreneur, co-owner, and creator of opportunities at Edge One Media, and volunteer for every nonprofit organization that exists in Portland and maybe beyond. You might know Nicholas for his love of coffee, tennis, watches, video games, and all things Portland. Hey, Megan. Hey, Nicholas. How are you today? I'm living the dream. That's my line. Oh, I'm great. I'm doing fantastic. I'm so happy to hear it. I had such a good weekend. Did you? Yeah. How about you? I'm living the dream. (laughs) Uh, I had a great weekend too. You want to know what I did? What'd you do? Well, I feel like you already know what I did. I do. What did I do? Oh, you know that too. Darn it. We are excited for today's episode because the topic comes from our private Facebook group. Yes. If you want in our private Facebook group, you just have to message us or send an email to podcasts at edge dash com and ask to be added to the group. Yes. Uh, also, we'll put a, a link in the show notes on our website so that you, you could just visit it directly and maybe request if we're not personally connected. True. So, um, but anyway, this this week's topic comes from our private Facebook group where someone asked us about public speaking. Public speaking, you say? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Dramatic pause. Uh, So public speaking, yes. Uh, I think that it's interesting because I I think that we have just recently leaned into, well, you leaned into it a long time ago. I just recently leaned leaned into the fact that I am a public speaker. Mm, Yeah. And you are a public speaker. That's true. So um, I sort of love public speaking. It's one of my favorite things in this world. And, um, but this particular question is, is not so much about, you know, I'm, I just don't connect it with it so much because, you know, a lot of people struggle with public speaking and it's difficult to do and think about and people get nervous. And, um, and so I think that, you know, from the two of our experiences, Megan, you prepare a lot more for public speaking engagements than I do. Cause I feel very comfortable in front of large groups of people. In fact, yeah. I feel more comfortable talking to large groups of people than I do small groups of people. Where I am much more comfortable in a one-on-one or a small group or over a podcast. However, I get feedback that I'm great in groups. So people love hiring me to do public speaking, but I don't necessarily love it all the time. So uh, so let me ask you this question. Yeah. What do you do to prepare for public speaking, for a speech that you have to give or a presentation that you have to give? 
Yeah. So that's a great question. So most of the time when I'm speaking on something, uh, most often than not, it's something that I already have expertise in um, or already have an idea for. Um, or someone says, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing something like this. You pick the topic. And that's I love those because then I can make it my own. And if I can make it my own, I'm much more invested in it uh, than if I have to just talk about like the time that somebody said, hey, can you talk about Facebook ads? And that was not my favorite topic to talk about. I can talk about it, but it wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. The things that I do, I um, basically just start to jot down notes of the kind of key points that I want to hit in my talk. Um, and then I organize those. So I, I'll start with just a note on a Word document um, where I highlight the things that I want to be sure I hit. And then I'll start to organize it in an order of, okay, these are the things that would make sense to talk about leading up to um, the big thing that I want to be sure people pay attention to. And then usually actionable items that they can take home or at the end or question answer time. Mm-hmm. Um, once I've compiled all of that together, uh, then I, so I am unlike most public speakers. I hate PowerPoint presentation <laughs> with a passion. Uh, so I actually don't prepare PowerPoint presentations. I like to have um, my script somewhat hammered out. So I'll then write a script for my speech. Uh, that does not mean, or my talk, it doesn't mean that I will use that. Um, it's just sort of my guideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I usually prepare it in, in a format that's readable on my iPad. Uh, I like to hold my iPad. So let me um, interject for one second. And that sometimes people like PowerPoint presentations. And there are de- there's definitely a place for those. And they can help keep you on point through your presentation. But the worst thing that you can do is just read the points from your PowerPoint because um, everybody can see them already. So you can use them as a guide uh, where you have just a bullet point of what the topic is and then expand on that. Or you can um, put some, some basic things to kind of frame your conversation around it. But I would try to shy away from reading directly off of them and have that be your presentation because it just it doesn't come off very well absolutely i i agree with that um and i think for me the reason that i don't love powerpoint presentations is because i find it to be distracting i i'm very much a connector i like to connect with people um and so i feel like if someone's looking at the presentation behind me they're not connecting with me and then that actually makes me more nervous to talk in front of groups Mm -hmm. um so i prefer the connection the one-on-one connection um and that'll be different for everybody absolutely it's and you should do you should do you you should do what's right for you uh some people love flashy videos some people love powerpoint presentations some people love to just stand up there and talk on their own so whatever works for you I mean, I know some great public speakers who do like hands-on trainings. They bring pieces of cars with them and uh, polish them in front of groups. It's it's awesome. So you just do what's right for you, for your industry, and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what I think you were really getting at, though, is also like what do I do personally to prepare? Is that, is that also yeah. true? Yeah, what do you do personally? So personally, I also um, like to take time to reflect on... Uh, what the purpose of what I'm doing is. So why am I speaking to this group of people? And what is it about this group of people that, um, you know, I'm called to speak to in in front of? um, What is it that I can be sure that they are able to take with them, Um, be it inspiration or an actionable thing to do? uh, What's the purpose of it? Because if there's no point or purpose, 
I can tell you right now, don't do it. Just <laughs> don't do it. Cancel it. You know, if it's not the right thing, everyone's going to leave there with nothing. And that's, that's the worst. The worst is to sit in a breakout session or sit in a room and uh, not really be able to write any notes down or take anything with you from it. So think about the room of people. What are you trying to, to give them, um, provide for them, and then try to um, hit that as much as you can. And the flip side of that is that if you're an expert in your topic, then you have a lot to offer in your presentation. And I know that public speaking is something that causes a lot of anxiety in people. And people just don't feel comfortable in front of a lot of people. And it's, it can be difficult to collect your own thoughts in that moment. And so the things that I do when I start thinking about speaking publicly are make sure that I know the framework of my talk. I have some talking points. I usually feel pretty confident that I can get from talking point to talking point. And I think of a speech as a story that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And people love stories. And if you can tell them a story that is engaging, that connects with them, they're much more likely to be engaged with your presentation. And you are also much more likely to be engaged in your presentation because it's much easier to tell a story uh, from your own personal experience than it is to regurgitate facts about something that um, maybe is not super compelling otherwise. Uh, so that's one of the things. The, the other thing that I would say about preparing for a, speaking publicly is to recognize that it can be nerve-wracking, but that your body doesn't really know the difference between being nervous and being excited. And so in that moment, it's so much about your mindset towards it. Mindset, mindset, mindset. If you reframe the conversation from being, I'm so nervous for this speech, I'm so scared to give this speech, to I am excited for the opportunity to give this speech. I am excited that I can share my expertise with somebody. You can reframe things in your mind so that you don't experience some of the physiological symptoms that you might with nervousness. And you can be excited. And that those can be happy feelings. Absolutely. And I think also like, you know, being able to take the time to meditate on that or think about that in a deeper way. So not just, you know, allowing that build up to happen and then reframing it right before you do it. Mm -hmm. I think it takes a couple of days prior to like get your mindset right, think about it, breathe through it and make sure that you're ready for it. Um, the worst thing is to just try to push, 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 push. And then right beforehand, you're like, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, freak out mode. What am I going to do? Um, you know, and that's that's where most of that anxiety ends up building up and becoming an issue for you in your talking. Um, not you personally, just <laughs> it, you, the metaphorical you. The people we're there. talking to yes. in this podcast exactly. who could really use that uh, advice. Use that advice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So we said be prepared for your speech or your presentation. We said um, reframe the conversation. Be just... Just mindful. be excited. Be mm -hmm. mindful about it. Think about it. Also, think about some tactics that you can use if you're in the middle of your presentation and things are not going well. One of the things that I always try to remember is that I should speak more slowly than I think I should. Because if I speak slowly, 
then I have time to think about the next thing that I'm going to say. But if I'm speaking very quickly, then I don't know what I'm going to say. And things can get all over the place. You also come across as more thoughtful if you speak slowly. Not super slowly. Mm, be careful. Yeah, speed is... But with intention. Mm -hmm. So you know what the next thing is going to be. Be purposeful. Purposeful. Mm -hmm. Intentional. Mm -hmm. Mindful. Yes. New agey. Absolutely. Hippie voodoo magic. Oh, let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> Hippie voodoo magic. That's my favorite thing because I use essential oils. Oh, you do. So I, before I give a speech or a talk or a presentation or a breakout session, I like to find my blends of essential oils that help calm me. Um, and I rub them on my wrists um, and behind my ears. Uh, and those are key things for me to do it just helps me and so in the middle of it if i'm feeling all out of whack for whatever reason i can just breathe in and i feel better um you know it, it doesn't work for everybody uh and and some people don't enjoy essential oils but i love them they help me they help me stay calm um, and i believe that they do have healing properties that can help you and i i'm not sure about that but i do love that they encourage breathing because I think that if you breathe purposefully, you can overcome a lot of things. And, um, and those are something that really helped Megan. So I'm all for it. I also think that you should dress to impress, but also be comfortable in what you're wearing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I, one time we gave a talk together and I wore a dress and, um, I wore a blue dress and, it was fine. The talk was great. Okay. Oh. Can't sing that song. No, yeah, don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that I love you singing, but mm -hmm. I don't want to get fined. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so yes, I wore a blue dress. Yep. We gave a talk. And um, the thing that I was thinking about the entire time was the position of my legs. I was worried about crossing them, uncrossing them, how they were seated. And I was out of, I wasn't in my zone. Uh, so I, I decided that that wasn't something I would do again um, because this talk, the other thing was this talk, they set up bar stools for us to sit on and uh, I don't sit when I talk. I usually stand, walk around the room. I engage people. Um, I'm very, you know, that's just my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And so sitting there in that blue dress still haunts me to this day. <laughs> Be comfortable. Um, so as long as we're giving little tips on things that you should and shouldn't do, one of the things that I got in an early public speaking class I took, which really kind of helped, was never to lock your knees because you can, um, you can easily fall over or become immobile. And you can faint. You can faint. I have never felt like I was in danger. <laughs> For someone that. who doesn't know what locking knees is, what mm -hmm. does that mean? Well, just stand completely straight-legged. Uh, without any kind of bend in your knee at all. And um, it really, it, it keeps you in one spot and it kind of, it, it reinforces the notion that you are very nervous as it makes you very rigid. And so that can exacerbate some of your physiological symptoms so that if you're really nervous, then you'll be a lot more nervous. So try to keep it loose um, and try to breathe and try to go slowly and remember that it's, you know, like so many things in life, it's all about your mindset. Your mind is so powerful and it can overcome so much. So if you reframe this as an opportunity for you to do well, for you to 
better your position in a company or for you to better your sales position as a company leader or for you to just give a great speech at a wedding. Or motivate people. Motivate people. Start with your mindset. Being mindful. Reframing the opportunity. Make sure that you're excited. At least tell yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So now that we've given some tips on public speaking, uh, what would you say if someone was new to the public speaking realm and they wanted to do more of it, let you know, be it in their company or be it outside of their company, what would you say are some of the steps that they should take to let others know that they're interested? Well, I think you should come up with some topics that you might be good at delivering in a public speaking setting or a presentation style setting. I think it depends on, you know, if you are a business owner or if you are a an individual person looking to build your personal brand or if you're trying to really just, you know, get a speech together for a, um, a company presentation or you need to present every Monday morning for something. Um, but if you, you know, if you are looking for opportunities to speak out in the world, they are there for you. You just have to reach out and say, hey, I'm an expert in these things. Are there any opportunities for me to speak? And um, so much about marketing is just being persistent, sending that out to a lot of people so that they know that you are interested. And maybe they don't have anything for you right now, but they'll remember, especially if you ask them multiple times or you find groups that might find value in the thing that you can present. Yeah, I mean, one of the, I think one of the areas. So there's two areas that come to mind when I think of it. We've we have spoken at a lot of different places for a lot of different groups and a lot of different types of people. Mm-hmm. And I think the things that um, resonate usually, you know, chambers of commerce or or associations and organizations that you're a member of, mm-hmm. um, you know, networking groups that you're a member of. Those are all places that people can easily speak at your company. Those are all places that you could go. Uh, one of the things that I think has been most interesting for us for us was you spoke um, at, well, we both spoke, and then you spoke multiple times for the Hypnotherapy Association. Mm-hmm. And you also spoke for the Wedding uh, Planning Association. Yep. Um, and I think that those have been some really interesting outlets that we wouldn't have sought out necessarily, um, but they sort of sought us out. So um, you never know where you might be uh, welcome or where, where people might want your expertise or opinion. So I think be open um, to inquiries and um, and accept them as they come. But uh, be excited for yeah. them. Yes, yes. Be, having some knowledge that somebody wants you to talk to another person about is an amazing thing in this world. There are so many people who do not have the opportunity to tell people that that they are an expert in anything or that they can teach anybody anything. And for you to be in that position is an amazing thing. So embrace it. And try to do well at it and plan and know that people want to know what you have to tell them. And so there's no reason to be nervous. They want the value from you. And all you have to do is give it to them. And whether it's a room of 10 people or a room of, you know, 100 or 1,000 people, I think that it's important for you every step along the way to accept those opportunities as they come. Uh, those rooms of 10 people get you ready for the rooms of hundreds and the rooms of thousands. So just know that every step along the way is, is your journey in public speaking and it will grow with time. So don't be so focused on, is this my target audience? Are these my people? And be more focused on what can I give? What can I provide? What value can I add to these people? Because that is really the goal. The goal of 
all of us in the public speaking realm, I think, is to provide value to our audience and to make sure that they feel that they got something out of it and that they can then move forward and be better people in the world. Yeah. And in order to be successful, you have to be willing to do things that make you uncomfortable. And so if public speaking is one of those things, think of all the great ways it can benefit you because it can really benefit you. It presents you as an expert in what you are uh, presenting. It helps amplify your message to many people you wouldn't otherwise touch. It, it helps um, create sort of it helps reinforce your brand as the one to do business with. In every speaking engagement I've ever had, I've walked away with multiple leads for business in the future because I am the expert and people feel excited about something they didn't know before and the potential success that they could have because of the thing that I talked about. And so um, embrace the discomfort and do it a few more times and your practice will make you more comfortable with it. And I also think for me, uh, I maybe I've walked away with leads and things of that, but what fills me up and what gets me excited is I, every time I speak, someone either comes up to me there or gets a hold of me afterwards to thank me and tell mm-hmm. me what, what impact it made on them or what impact it had for their business or their life. And that's what drives me forward. Um, so I think those, um, those meaningful, uh, you know, value adds that you have, you know, when you, when you, when I get a thank you card, it's probably my favorite thing. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. It's, uh, acts of service is my, is one of my things, but, but I also really love thank you cards and just acknowledgement, um, you know, that I'm doing a good thing or that I, you know, I'm doing the right thing. So, um, those moments have been precious for me. And, uh, you know, this last summer I, I had an opportunity to speak in front of a bunch of, uh, high school students and I ended up getting, uh, you know, 30 thank yous. And it was just amazing to receive 30 thank you cards from high schoolers. I, I just, it filled me up. So mm-hmm. um, so whatever it is that drives you forward, just know that there's so much out there that you, opportunity-wise that you wouldn't have access to or, or be open to if you didn't go out there and do it. Put yourself in that discomfort zone. Um, you know, I came from a theater background and I still, to this day, every time I get up in front of people, have that feeling of, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Um, but I think finally I've leaned into it and I figured out, oh, I have things that I want to talk on. I have things I want to give. Uh, and I focus more on that and that opportunity than I do on the ones where people say, hey, come talk to us about this one thing. Um, I'll usually come around and say, well, could I spin it? Could I do this? And usually they say, yep, sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, We're not going to go into detail on this podcast or any podcast really about all of our rituals that we do or things that we do for our own personal thing. However, if we pique your interest on any podcast, uh, including this one, you can always write to us podcasts, podcasts or podcast. Uh Either one. Podcast or podcasts at edge-one.com and you'll get to us. Um, you can also join our private Facebook group mm-hmm. links in the show notes, or you could get a hold of us individually and you can find us on our socials, which is in the outro of this podcast mm-hmm. or our website. You can always go there. Edge dash one.com. That's E D G E hyphen O N E.com. We hope that you enjoyed today and we hope that you have some nuggets that you can take with you and put into action. 
I agree. What's so funny about nuggets? Nugget, it's just a funny word, man. It is a funny word. <coughs> nuggets. So go out there. Not as good as the Blazers. Make a list of your... <laughs> 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 Think about the places where you would like to speak and write them down somewhere and then go after them in the next 6 to 12 months. Yeah. Go do it. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Share it with a friend. Follow us on the socials. At Edge One Media. At This Is Nicholas DeSalvo. Or at Megan DeSalvo. 